Welcome to Our Lady of Victory. Welcome to our live streaming. Today is Monday, February 27th, Monday of the first week of Lent. Today we hear from Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. Let's listen to this Gospel together. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the saints with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne and all nations will be assembled before him. He will then separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on the right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. I was hungry, you gave me no food, and thirsty, you gave me no drink. A stranger, you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison and not minister to your needs? He will answer to them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I've entitled this, Putting a Price Tag on Life. Attorney Kenneth Freinberg served as a special master of the federal um, September 11th Victims' Compensation Fund. He was charged with dispensing money to the families of each person who died in the 9-11 terror attacks. It was, to say the least, a daunting task. Feinberg began administrating the funds using a formula based on legal precedent that considered the individual victim's age, dependents, financial assets, and earning potential. The value assigned to those lost lives varied dramatically, as little as 250000 for blue-collar workers to as much as $7 million for a CEO. The process had a dramatic effect on Feinberg himself. He found his personal convictions coming into conflict with the law. In an essay on NPR, May 25th of 2008, he said of the work, and I quote, Our system of justice has always been based on the idea that compensation should be directly related to the financial circumstances of each victim. But as I met with the 9-11 families and wrestled with the issues surrounding the valuation of lives lost, I began to question this basic premise. Trained in the law, I had always accepted that no two lives are worth the same in financial terms. But now I found the law in conflict with my growing belief in the quality of all life. 
One family asked, Mr. Feinberg, my husband was a fireman and died a hero at the World Trade Center. Why are you giving me less money than the banker who represented Enron? Why are you demeaning the memory of my husband? Attorney Feinberg realizes that his response was unconvincing. He was following the law, just as juries did every day. But grieving families couldn't hear it, and Feinberg said, I didn't believe it myself. Two years later, Kenneth Feinberg was asked again to design and administer a compensation program, a privately funded compensation system established for the families and the victims of the Virginia Tech shootings. This time, citizen Feinberg trumped lawyer Feinberg. I have resolved my personal conflict, and I've learned a valuable lesson at the same time. Kenneth Feinberg says, I believe that public compensation should avoid financial distinctions, which only fuel the hurt and the grief of survivors. I believe that all lives should be treated the same. See, Jesus's parable of the sheep and the goats challenge us to see the world in the light of God's compassion as a community that is centered in the holiness of God that dwells within each woman, man, and child, a community that sees deeper than the externals of race, nationality, culture, and language in order to recognize the love of God animating the lives of all who draw breath, a community that reflects the compensation and the mercy of God, a compensation which is always compassion for our care for one another. Attorney Feinberg is in the difficult role of administrating the two compensation funds, and he comes to the realization that a legal standard cannot measure a true person's worth, that a life well-lived and faithful has little to do with assets and earning potential. The true value of every human life is the light of the divine that each one of us possesses. Our worth is found in the love of God that our lives reveal to the world. Isn't that a powerful, powerful story? I hope I always remember that story. Pray with me today. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Compassionate God, open our eyes to see you in the faces of the poor, the troubled, and the forgotten. Open our hands to reach out to them in your hope and in your peace. May we discover the joy of giving selflessly and humbly to others. May we give you thanks for all your blessings to us by seeking to share those blessings with all of our sisters and brothers. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. Be blessed today and at every moment of your life until that day when we each see God face to face, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.